0: Hey, Jay Calloway here, Pastor of the Gate, and I want to welcome you to the Crowd to Core Weekly Podcast, where you can learn to walk in faith, favor, in a future that is out of this world. Our prayer for you today is that you will be convicted, challenged, and changed in Jesus' name as you continue in this adventure from the crowd of the world into the core of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Hope you enjoy the message. Verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word for the Word was God. John 1, 14 says, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. But there was something in between that that I want to give to you, and I want you to begin to understand this, because this could be the theme as we go forward, because many of you are going to need exactly what I'm getting ready to say, because you're getting ready to walk into a battlefield. You're getting ready to walk into a war zone. Turn to somebody next to you and say, bring it on. Turn to somebody on the other side of you and go, bring it on. I mean, you know, I just put your fist out and go like, bring it on baby, come on, I'm, I'm right there. And I don't mean like this, you know, don't do this, you break your thumb, but don't do this, that's your sissy, but I mean like this. And then I want the ladies, and I want the men, I want you all to sit there going, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> that was so sick, I am scared to death to leave this building right now. I want you to stand, I mean, no, don't no, no stand up, but I want you to go, put your fist up like you go like, that's better. So much better. Oh, you have me worried there for a minute. Okay, listen to this. Everything was created through him. This is John 1 5. This is the crux. We are walking into the season of the purpose of every single thing that you have ever thought of. If you were wondering what your purpose in life was, it's right here. If you're wondering what, why you're walking the planet, why you're still vertical, why you took a breath this morning, why you said "Good morning, Holy Spirit, or, oh, I cannot believe I'm still alive for another day, it's right here. This is the purpose of everything. It is this, that everything was created through Him. Nothing, not one thing came into being without Him. Turn to somebody next to you and say, without Turn to somebody on the other side of you and say sin. sin. That is the Spanish word for without. If you want to buy if you want to order a hamburger with cheese, here's how you do it in Spanish. Un, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna work this. this. Some of you go like, oh that poor white boy. Oh. Now we can do it due lingual. Come on but So here it is, here it is. Frank. Frank can help me. Well, like 99% of you can help you I mean, we you know like 1% of us white people who don't even know what's going on, give me Un hamburguesa de carne sin queso. What did I say? <laughs> A
1: hamburger with meat without cheese.
0: <laughs> Y'all all the... All of my Mexican <laughs> brothers and sisters are going, You are so
1: screwed in the head.
0: <laughs> what I was what I was blown away with is this. When I saw that word without in Spanish, this is what it said. It said sin. S-I-N. Literally means without. And I thought to myself, so many times we're looking back and we're trying to figure out what is sin. What is this idea of doing things wrong or, 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 or feeling, feeling all of this, it's simply this, is that when darkness was over the planet, that meant because it was without light. Darkness cannot invade your life. Turn to somebody next to you and say, I feel better now. Darkness cannot invade your life. Darkness cannot invade your life. Darkness cannot invade your children. Darkness cannot invade your world. Darkness cannot invade because darkness is nothing more than the absence of light. The only thing that can invade is light. Light can convey. That's why when he says, when God says there, in the beginning, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning was the was, was darkness. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the very first words that came out of his, out of his mouth was, Let there be love. No? Let there be judgment. No? Let there be condemnation? How about let there be conviction? How about let there be say it to me. Light. Because that's all that it's about. You see, without light, there's darkness. Without light, there's sin. Without light. In other words, this is why it says there that the church will break through The gates of hell. Because hell cannot... cannot, Listen to me on this one. Somebody needs to... You're going to get a little bit set free. You're going to get a little bit excited right here. Hell cannot expand. The kingdom of hell cannot expand. Because it's just a place... It is is fixed. Only the church, only the kingdom of God can expand. It says there that, that... For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given... And the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and of the increase. Say this with me: Increase. Oh, come, say this with me: Increase. You know what that means? Expand. How many of you have been noticing the last year when you put your sweater on? It kind of somehow the sweater got smaller. <laughs> come on, somebody! I had worn this in two years, and COVID got a hold of the sweater and shrunk it. Trump the thing seriously it is sad because this thing used to just hang nicely and I looked really cool like you know just kind of like it just hangs you know I have to go this (laughs) there (laughs) another good because things don't expand only the kingdom of God expands. And the increase of his government, there will be no one. He is always increasing. Can I tell you, there should be more of the spirit of God, more of the kingdom of God, more of the authority of God, more of the government of God in, inside of you than there was this last time. There should be more influence. You should have a greater span of territory than this time than there was last year. Simply because of the increase of his authority, of the increase of who he is, there shall be no end. This little light of mine, you see, what we need to understand is this darkness is simply the absence of light it has no power can I tell you the enemy has no power this idea that we're coming in and everybody says that oh man I don't know what's going to happen with this world can I just tell you what's going to happen with this world heaven and earth shall pass away but my word will never pass away and his word says let there be light and there was light and the light became flesh and dwelt among us and guess what else he did he came in a crib and he left but he didn't leave in a crypt. Somebody's got to say "Amen." There, amen. you got to see what exactly what he said. There is this: darkness was without light. Sin is without Jesus, because in everything, in everything, He was created. Everything was created. Excuse me. Everything was created through Him. And His life was the light. So this world is looking for light. So sing it with me again. Get your, you don't have to stand. Get your figure out. No. This little light of mine. I don't even have, I'm such a bad singer. Gonna let it shine. There we go. <laughs> this little light of mine. I'm going
1: to let it shine. This little light of mine.
0: Okay, just take a moment for that. So, what the Bible says is this that the world, all of creation, is looking for the sons of God, the light to be revealed. Is looking for you, they're looking for us can I just tell you when you walk into Christmas dinner this year, when you walk into a place of your office party when you're walking into a, to a situation where it seems like all of darkness is there and it seems like I just can't do that anymore darkness is powerful, remember this darkness is not powerful the king of kings and the lord of lords is powerful the darkness has no authority, it's because the light is not there and that's why you're the light. But I want you to hear this. The world is not looking for a copy of the light and it's not looking for a reflection of itself. It's not looking for a version of itself. It's looking for a completely new light. It's looking for something completely different. It's looking for, it's not looking for the moon that reflects the sun. The only reason why the moon has the sun as the light is because it's reflecting the sun and the sun, the reflection of it. But they don't want a reflection of themselves. They don't want something to, look, to looking in a mirror and simply looking back and saying, I've had that. Can I tell you, the church of Jesus Christ needs to come up with a brand, with, with the new creation, the light of Jesus Christ. And what he saying to us in this season, he says there, you don't have just a reflection of the light. You're just not merely a reflection of it. You carry the light. He says there John, for I am the light of the world, and then he says, Matthew, you are the light of the world. Turn to somebody next to you and say, "And I'm bright." He says, "Some of you may have felt like you have to say that by faith." But I'm not sure. They're not looking for you. They're looking for what's in you. They're not looking for your shine, for your dance, for your. They're looking for what. Is in you you might sit back here and say somebody looks at you and says what makes you shine what makes the in what makes the environment look so different why does it feel better when you're around I had a man look at me one time and say hey can you Vicky, just come in and live with us he lived in a really nice house I'm like yeah sure I'll move in with you I said why do you ask me to move? you know come and live with you because because whatever Whenever you're around, my wife says I'm a better husband. That has nothing to do with me because I'm not that great of a husband sometimes. How many of you guys, you're looking back, no, I'm going to ask the ladies. How many of you ladies, you look back and say, you know what? Sometimes he's a bonehead. We're not perfect, but we carry that light. You see, they're not looking for you. They're looking for what's in you. And what is in us is the light. And it's not just a little light. You see, why I wanted to say this to you today is this, and why I wanted to use this song for is this symbol is because a lot of times we look at this kingdom of God thing and we look at this and it's just a game. It's a little children's book, it's a little children's song. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. But what happens when we get a little intimidated? we say hide it under a bushel No, no we need to say hide under a bushel no freaking way I am not hiding it under a bushel I am letting my light shine in this dark world I'm not going away I'm not going quietly I'm not letting anybody go to hell in my family in my neighborhood wherever I'm at quietly I am standing up and as for me and my house we're going to be a place. 15 degrees hotter in his front yard than it is on the street. Why is that? Because the fire, the light, the little light, the big light, the blazing inferno of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords resides in that home because it resides in you. Turn to somebody next to you and say, no way. You see, it says there, people might come in you and say, I don't know what it is, but when you walk in the room, it just smells better. <laughs> I will tell you this one day. i got, got to be honest with you. I have been those weeks. Been, okay, this is overshare day, but you know we're a family with Christmas, right? <sighs> so, so, I'm, so I'm coming in and my wife just loves me so much. And I've been, you know, it's been one of those weeks where, you know, like Saturday night bath was about two weeks ago type of thing, you know, just saying. In and she's I think Vicky looked at me and she says I'm like you really smell like you <laughs> have you ever have you ever heard somebody go like man you could just smell like you wouldn't it be amazing if somebody walks you walk in the room and go like I don't know what it is but you just when you walk in it just smells better you know what that is that's the, that's the incense of the King of Kings. That's the fragrance of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords because you're carrying them. Now, I will say, you still need to take a
1: bath.
0: You still need to take the shower. You know, you still need to to to, to you know gussy up a little bit, as my dad would say. I don't know who gussy is, but we need to gussy it up a little bit, right? In this kind of day. It says that there's nothing to sing about. You sing when this kind of day is. There's nothing to shine about. You glow when there's when this kind of day. Everybody wants to be the same. We sit there and we look and and we compare churches to churches to churches and we compare music to other songs we try to compare. Whenever was it that we were to copy what the world said or copy what the music is? Why does the church? Why does the why does a child of God need to copy anything else? You are innate in the image of God. You are a brand new creation. There is no one like you. You are an original. You're not a copy. Turn to somebody next to you and say, that's why I like you so much. There's no one else like you. He's a boldness. The world is looking for a light for boldness. My hub leaders in this room, as we're walking through families in this room, especially dads and mom or dads in this room, men in this room, we're looking for a, we're looking for a boldness, a ferociousness to come up. And when it says hide it under a bushel, we go no, because this isn't a game. This is not a game. This is not a game. Heaven, For God so loved the world that he decided to play games and bring us a little light that can be hid under a bushel. And that can be blown out just at a wisp of the presence or the fragrance of hell. No. It says there. It says there everything was created, and what came into existence was life, and the life was the light to live by. And the life light, say that with me, life light. Life light. Blazed. Say blazed. blazed. It's an It's a bonfire. I've got a fire pit in my backyard. And I'm not sure if it's legal or not. I mean, I, I, the fire pit's legal. I have actually no idea. I just built it. I don't know if it's legal or not, but I put it in there and I don't ever throw very much away as far as yard waste or anything else. I'll go out early in the morning and I start just throwing wood on the fire and I get a fire going. I may never be out there the rest of the day, but as soon as I go out, I see the fire going on. I put another fire on, I put another fire on, I put another fire on. And there's a moment in time when I stand and sit beside that fire, that fire pit and I'm leaning over. And there's just this one moment, there's this one flip of getting that fire started. That if I do this, it'll blow everything away. It'll blow everything out. It's interesting that the same thing that can take out the fire is the same thing that can get the fire going. It just is a matter of how strong it is. And So I'm sitting there. And I I put in all the paper. I put everything in there, and and all the lighter fluid. Can you <laughs> please <answer? laughs> lighter fluid. That's that's, that's my tears in the frontiersman way of doing it. So I pour all the fire on that. That's called the anointing, <laughs> And I go down there and I get it going. As soon as I see some coals really going and everything else, I start going. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> because there's one thing about that song. One thing about the song it says there, don't let Satan blow it out. Because the only way that Satan can blow out your fire is if you let him. That's the only way. Can I tell you, in this season that we're living in, in this society that we're living in, it's called for boldness, it's called for strength, it's called for not hiding it under a bushel and not allowing the enemy to blow it out. Because there are those that are willing to snuff out your fire. They're willing to snuff out they looking at you and, and going in with a counterfeit wind. But there is a wind of the Holy Spirit that will come in and ignite it and allow it as long as you stay in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We need to get bold, but we need to get focused in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We need to get presence and God will begin to walk in, not only in His presence, but deep in His Word. Here's why. Because Jude says this, the enemy will bring people into your life Like clouds without rain. Without, or sun, or clouds without rain. Reefs under the water. Guess who Jude was writing to? You. You. Who is the church in here? Lift up your hand real high. Who is the church in here? Lift it up really high. Lift up your hand really high and go, Oh, yes, baby. Hey. Come on. Because you know what he says there? He says, Jude says, I'm going to plant some people. I'm going to plant things in your life that's going to block the sun because the only thing that's good as a cloud without rain, the only thing a cloud without rain is good for is to block the sun. And then, of a sudden, a little whisper comes in. A gentle whisper in your ear, maybe a violent wind that comes around and it's a counterfeit wind. It's something that wants to snuff it out. It's it's the enemy that plants people, plants thoughts, plants distractions, all the things that are going away. But can I tell you, this little light of mine, don't let Satan blow it out don't let the gossip come in and distract you don't let the things that come in and ask the question is what's being said to me in the in in the bible my question is hub leaders my question is people of god those that are online those that are walking with us can you tell what is of and what is not of the word? Can you tell what is or what is not of his voice, of his breath, of his spirit? Are you in his presence in such a massive way that you know the minute something said to you, like, uh, uh, no best counterfeit. I'm done. I'm out. No. Somebody speaks something to you. Are they doing it biblically? Are they bringing in something? And are they sharing it according to the word of God? Do we know the word of God enough to even know if they're doing it right? Do we know the voice of God even enough to know if they're doing it right? My friend, can I tell you, God loves you so much that he gave you his word. And he gave you his presence. He gave you his boldness. He gave you his light. So that you will not be snuffed out. You must be willing to be not liked. You must be willing to be a city on a hill that everyone wants to come to. It was said of Jesus. After his temptation, the enemy came into him. And the enemy was coming around, going like, Hey, eat. He hadn't eaten for 40 days. He had not drank for 40 days. It was humanly impossible for what he had walked through. And then the enemy comes. Have, can I just tell you The moment you get really spiritual How many of you love to get spiritual Raise your hand really high You just love to get close to God Lift up your hand really high And say my goal Say this with me my, Raise your hand really high Even though you don't know what I'm getting ready to say Just raise one, just it up really high Say my goal Is to get really close To God And become A number one target Of hell Say it like that Hell Because can I just tell you, the minute you get close to God, the minute you start getting in His presence, you become a target because you become very powerful. You become. There is nothing more powerful than somebody that is saturated in the presence of God, knows the Word of God, and has decided to die for God. You can't stop them. And He says there, you must be willing to be a city on a hill, but instead of Jesus after His temptation... When the enemy comes in, it says Satan left him because he could not find anything to hold on to in him. I'm going to say that again because some of you know <laughs> it. Was said of, it was said of him that when Satan left him that he could not find anything within him to hold on to. Is there a little... Is there a little I don't know. Okay, my my. You know where I'm going on this one, bad boys and girls. So my sweater shrunk, amen. I'm filling it out a little bit better. And then Vicky gives me a hug and goes, ooh, baby. I've got some things I hand on to. I've got some handles here. I don't know why they call these love handles. Because I don't love them one little bit. But here's what I want you to understand. The enemy can only tempt you if he has some, if there's something inside of you to tempt. The, the enemy can only hold on to the, if there's something inside of you to hold on to. What do you love inside? Is there a little bit of bitterness that's keeping you warm? Is there a little bit of unforgiveness that's keeping you going? Is there a little bit of thoughts? Is there a little bit of because can I tell you the light that it's talking about here? There is no shadow. We sang it the very first song. The very first line is: there is no shadow. There's no shadows in his light. He wants to burn bright. And he wants to take that out. Live above reproach. Do not get distracted. He went deep. He spent all night in the presence of his Father. And he spent all night soaked in the Word. A little over a year but A little over two years ago, I think it was. Or a a little over a year ago, I was sitting in Magdala. In a synagogue that they just found. That they truly believe is where Jesus sat. And wrote and read this word. I've been anointed to preach the gospel. I've been anointed to bring the good news. And it goes through all the different things. What we don't understand about that. Is that we have our nice tablets and our phones. And we have all of these things. What we don't understand is they did well, we might understand that they didn't have tablets back. Right? <laughs> you look in your Bible and you've got the you've got the uh, the chapters and the verse, and you've got the Old Testament and the New, you've got Isaiah, and you've got Matthew, and you've got Obadiah, and you've got uh, Luke, and you've got all these things, and you can just I can say to most of anybody in the room, most of us in the room, I could say this, I could say, turn to Luke 17 37. And you can find it or you might yell out to me there is no luke 1737 if there wasn't a luke 1737 but jesus he's 30 years of age younger than many of us in the room older than some of us in the room and he says pass me the scroll so i'm sitting on this stone and as I'm sitting on the, I wasn't supposed to be there, by the way. I was sitting on this stuff. And I was sitting out like this. And right over there was this little room that they have excavated. And that was the scroll room. And as he's sitting there, he's got about the size of where, where I'm at to, to the second row. And there's benches all the way around carved out of stone. And he, being the rabbi, sits there. And he just simply says this. Bring me the scroll of Isaiah. This is how well Jesus knew. Now, now, I want you to understand something very quickly. Some of you will say, well, of course he knew it. He's the Word. Of course he knew it. He's, he's the Word made flesh. He's the Son of God. He's Alpha Omega. You know, the beginning and the end. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Come on. Like, of course he knew it. No. It says there that in Philippians, he says that even though he did not see Regard his equality with God, something to be grasped. He willingly laid down his divinity. He was operating as you and me. He was operating just like Scott. He was operating just like me, just like Steve, just like Kathy. He was operating just like you. With your intellect, with your smarts, with your weaknesses, all of that. There was nothing in him that he could have claimed on deity that gives you a, gives him a leg up than you this is the light i'm telling you about and he sits there and he says bring me the scroll of isaiah now understand that scroll of isaiah the whole scroll the whole thing is just one long book there is no chapters there's no verses there's no spaces in hebrew it's all just runs on He sits there, and he opens up the scroll of Isaiah, and he says, it was right to you. He doesn't look up. He reads it. They look at the scroll, and they realize that he knew exactly where this was, and we can say he knows it's chapter and verse. No, he didn't know a chapter and verse. He just knew the whole thing. There was no chapter and verse back then, and he sits there. And he says, I have been anointed. Can I ask you a question? If the enemy's trying to come in and blow out your light, do you know enough of the word of God to know it's the enemy? Do you know enough of the word of God to sit back and say, don't let Satan you know enough of the Word of God that you can know that Satan can't blow it out? Yeah. I've just given it to you. In this Word of God, it says right here, it's very simple and very clear. The life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness couldn't put it out. Can I tell you, the very darkness, the very depression, the very discouragement, the very disease, everything that might be coming and discouraging you and everything else cannot put out your light. He has no authority. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Come on, somebody. Just thank him right now. Give him praise. You see, Jesus spent all night in the presence of his Father. And if Jesus needed to spend all night in the presence of his Father, and if he needed to know the Word so well that he could literally just find it in the entire novel, it would be like reading a people like reading War and Peace and just going right to the very part in that massive novel exactly what you're looking for I know exactly where it is because you were steeped with it. Can I just challenge you this month, our theme for this month is simply this life light life light it's he's the life he's the light and it's in us and nothing can take it out. Yeah. Nothing can take yeah. it out. I want us, I want us this moment just to bow your heads. We just close your eyes for a moment. The greatest love of all is the life light. The greatest action of all is reckless. For the greatest level of courage is self-sacrifice. Or oh, we can be courageous and we can stand and say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve God. Unless it comes up against me. As for me and my house, we're going to serve God unless it, unless it cramps my style. We're going to serve God unless I don't like the way he wants me to do it. I'm going to serve God unless somebody comes in and whispers something about some other people that I decide to agree with or believe the whispers of the enemy can only be effective if we let them. For the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords came and died. But before he died, he came as an infant baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes. And the only time that it felt like it was little was in that manger. This little light of mine that little light didn't stay in the crib. That little light didn't stay there. It was the most reckless, seemingly reckless thing that anybody could do let alone God. Simply because as we see later, all hell fights against it. And if all hell is going to fight against it, Then the enemy and you, your own flesh is going to fight against the light that's in you. You say, Jay, you don't understand though, because right now, to be honest with you, I don't have that light inside of me. It hasn't been birthed in me. And I want to just invite you right now, if that's you, you say, Jay, I want to. I want to commit my life to Christ. I want that light birthed in me. I want that coming. In me. I don't want just a reflection of it. I don't want to be a reflection of this world or this culture. I don't want to be a copy of it. And I'm trying. To, I don't want to copy my parents. I don't want to copy my friends. I'm not. I don't want to copy anymore. Or just show up simply because they tell me. I want to do this as the original light of Jesus Christ. I want that burning and blazing inside of me that you. You say that's me, Jay. Today I wanna I just wanna give that over all of it. Just lift up your hand and say, That's me, that's me, that's me. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Just keep that hand raised, yeah. Yeah. Keep it raised. Keep it raised. Just for a moment. Yeah. In the balcony, your main floor. You're online. You can just put in there, just put in there that not a copy, not a copy, or original. If you're online with us, and you can walk that. But here's what I want you to do right now, and I'm going to ask everybody to pray this prayer with me, but especially if your hand are raised. And just keep that hand raised all over this place. Yeah. Pray this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for your light that blazes for your life light. Come into my life. Burn bright. I thank you for this. I ask your will be done in Jesus' name. I pray, and everybody, say, "Amen." And come on, give, him a praise right now. give me praise, Give praise. I said, I said to you just a moment ago that the kind of love that this was was reckless. The word reckless means without rules. I have conversations all the time with people about the song we're getting ready to sing, Reckless Love. They don't like it. Because it means reckless, meaning that you break all the rules. Can I just tell you? God loves to break the rules. Because the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And he broke the rules of death, crucifixion. And guess what? He came back life he broke the rules and he loves you so much hey thanks so much for joining us for the crowd decor podcast we are so excited about what god is doing in your life and believe that as you are on this adventure from the crowd of the world into the court of the kingdom of jesus christ you are finding faith favor and a future in him and listen we are so excited to launch our brand new x-factor year-end offering and we want to invite you to be a part of that this offering is what we do every single year at the end of the year just to give thanks to god it's our x-factor our generosity as we've been sharing and we just ask you right now to go to thegateonline.net giving and there you can be a part of what god is doing in advancing the kingdom we thank you so much for being a part of us Join us in our year-end offering. Join us as we go and advance the kingdom, and we do it together from the crowd of the world into the core of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Blessings on you all. Have a great, great day.